The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what works and what doesn't in SEO. Joining us is Deepak Shukla, who's the founder of Pearl Lemon, which is a globally remote team connected by cloud technology and a passion for all things SEO. With 20 plus years of SEO experience between the Pearl Lemon team, they've got a track record of getting results for their clients, no matter where they are. Yesterday, Deepak and I talked about why reputation management is your number one failure. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about why reviews might be your biggest waste of time. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Deepak Shukla, founder of Pearl Lemon. Deepak, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ah, always happy to be here, brother. Excited to have you back on the show. Continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about reputation management. It's not just about getting your site to rank. There are other sites that your consumers are looking for information about your business, often review sites where they're looking for case studies, even down to reputation of the people in your organization. So. When you're thinking about how you rank, it's not just looking at your site. It's looking at all the other sites that are out there that are relevant to your industry and business, which is interesting to me because one of the topics that you suggested we talked about is, hey, reviews are a waste of time. So <laughs> look, which one is it? Pick a lane, buddy. You know, your reputation matters wherever it is, but don't worry about the reviews. Talk to me about why that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I think the challenge, and we've been guilty of this, I think, as well, is that reviews much like SEO and because they're part of the buying journey and this is where it relates to SEO and it relates to anybody actually who's in the business of using SEO to generate new business is that when you get into the top 10% and let's just assume you've got there for any search 
page one of Google top three. People are looking and comparing, obviously, and they want to find the orange amongst the apples to apples. And one of the clear distinguishers beyond it, okay, so you both rank for Locksmith London or SEO agency New York. Great, fine. Let me have a look at your services. You sound like you do the same bloody thing. How can I easily differentiate you? It's one, to a degree, the people, and then two, the reviews and or the case studies. So where I see, and I've seen in the past with some of the reviews that we had not really thought about is that when reviews are done badly or aren't optimized, I think that they can look more spurious, suspicious, and do you more damage than they can anything that's positive and productive. Ironically, one of the big things that we talk about is, of course, go out and get case studies from customers, get reviews written by customers. Customers often do a really crappy job of representing the value that you've driven anyway, even where you have driven value. So that's one of the big problems, number one. And when that's you know written down onto paper, I had a great experience working with Ben. It doesn't really tell anybody anything. It doesn't. like That could be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or it could be you know, Deepak's mom. I'm going to politely and wholeheartedly disagree with you. Want to fight it out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here's why you're wrong. And I love you, but you're wrong. Reviews, while sometimes the surface level reviews, I'm actually looking at my podcast reviews for the MarTech podcast right now. 248 reviews, 4.9 stars. And one review went through, here's the four things that you learn from each podcast and actually was very thoughtful and kindly appreciative. Thank you, B in Boston, whoever you may be. The next review is Shortcut to Marketing Genius. Love this podcast. Learn 10 things every show from Trembley in Canada. That doesn't provide any value to anybody. Now, the thing is that review counts as a comment that someone has left that Apple sees as engagement And it also changes the overall score of my podcast. Now, when somebody goes and they're looking for marketing podcasts, what's one of the things that Apple uses to try to figure out if they should rank this podcast first for whatever given keyword? Amount of engagement, number of subscribers, and what your review ratings are. So go on. I agree. I agree. I should have caveated by saying that when it's B2C and the transactional spend is nominal, it really doesn't matter as much. This is when you're looking at services where there's like a level of spend involved. I think a podcast and anything where there's no initial cost to someone is a bit of a different thing. Like me looking at anyone's iTunes review, I have to hit subscribe and listen. The cost, there is no cost other than, of course, time. But when you're looking at a service where there's a company, and so I think that the distinction, which I didn't make clear, is it does matter at a B2B level. At a B2C level, it doesn't really matter. Because you're right. People scroll and they look at the top line number, like IMDB, as an example, where you're looking at the movies. Great movie, amazing. You know, you don't need a full-blown, because you're going to go to the cinema and spend 15 bucks. But if you're going to spend three and a half thousand bucks or a $12,000 contract, yeah, then it matters. Then you got to look at it and be like, this isn't, yeah. There's different levels to this, right? One is... Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? 
Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Can you basically do search optimization using reviews? And honestly, this is where the problem of fake reviews comes in. For the MarTech podcast, I recorded a conversation with Curtis Boyd, who is running a company that's fighting the fake review epidemic. It was a really interesting conversation. I think he's going to come on the Voices of Search podcast sometime here in the near future. And basically what he was saying is, look, fake reviews work because they help you gain visibility. Now, what you're saying is, great, you get the visibility, but if it's very clear that your reviews are fake, then you lose credibility. And there's probably a hybrid between the two of those where you need some, let's not call them fake reviews, but but low quality, high volume reviews to boost you up in visibility. You know, if I'm selling a $30,000 a month B2B SaaS software, people are going to look on G2 to try to figure out, you know, is this viable? How does it stack up compared to my competition? I want my review rankings to be high, the scores to be high, because that's what people are looking at, the qualitative metrics. When they get into the quantitative stuff, look, if there's one, hey, I love this product review that doesn't provide value, no big deal. Well, I think the problem is a process problem. People have poor processes, which is why these low quality reviews abound. So that logic that in the beginning or at some point in your journey is acceptable is based around the fact that, well, invariably, you're not going to get a well-written review. But then in that instance, how do you get the well-written review? You write a review for someone and ask, are you happy with this? Or where would you edit it if you're not happy? And they can edit it and modify it. And then you just systematically do that to get a higher quality of review. That's really, in my opinion, how... And that was our learning, really. That You know what? We got some reviews where people were like, yeah, cool. Enjoy working with Deepak. And then I had people come back to me and say, Deepak, I've read a couple of your reviews and they're legitimate reviews, but they just don't really... For the naysayer who are always going to be in the minority anyway, they don't really stack up. But it's, it's always useful to think about how can I even please the unreasonable man? Because if I can please the unreasonable man, I can please anybody. So then I began to think about my process. And I thought, you know what? What I did for Ben was X, Y, and Z. And Ben, probably, because he's busy, he's not going to write that up because Ben's not even, Ben's not even perceived or thought of that. Ben's, so why don't I write something for Ben? And Ben can maybe modify it or just say, you know what? I'm happy with that. Screw it. Ben, can you just post this you know, from your account if you're happy with what's written? Ta-da, that problem goes away. You can include keywords in your actual review to help it rank and give it relevancy to what you're trying to be found for. And then you solve that issue. The challenge is that that needs to be set up systematically and there is a time allocation to it. 
But if you build it in as a process, you can then, I think, overall net increase. Now, if it's B2C and you need huge volume and it doesn't really matter in terms of having that level of thought because it doesn't lead to ROI, then, then yeah, you're right. I agree. But anyone who's at a service level, I think it will help because we've seen it come up where people have taken a point of going through our reviews and been like, oh, these seven don't look like legitimate ones. I looked at them and I thought, you know what? If I didn't know who they were, I'd look at them and think, oh, I don't know if these reviews are real. This is just someone being lazy who gave good service for. But he's like, oh, you know what? I just five stars. Yeah, good. Thanks. The reality is whenever I leave a review, like if I go onto Yelp, I'm writing the fewest number of words possible and I'm only leaving a review because I'm trying to help somebody with SEO, not because I'm really trying to give them professional feedback in an open forum. So the topic here is why reviews are a waste of time. All of this seems to say the opposite where, hey, if you can get those high quality reviews, they might have a big impact. So why is the process of helping someone write their reviews, asking them to post it because the content is valuable or cultivating a process that helps get those reviews. You know, why is that a waste of time? So I think that reviews inherently become a waste of time net because most people won't execute upon that process based upon what I've seen when I've looked at some of our reviews historically and we change that. And I've looked at a lot of other agency reviews because you compare and you're like, you know what, there's a lot of just rubbish looking reviews here in general. And then you question everything, of course, if you're like, you know what, I need to ensure that if I ask Ben to leave a review, if I can't curate for Ben, it's better that Ben doesn't post. (laughs) Who knows what, yeah. I guess the the takeaway here is that the process of asking for reviews might be a waste of time, right? You might be howling at the moon, even if your customers did have a happy experience, because once you're done delivering, they're busy. They're on to something else. And so sure, you know, you should try to cultivate those relationships. But really what I'm hearing is, just passively saying, hey, leave us a review is not a great use of time. I'll be honest, very few people ever review this podcast that are listeners. We've got 248 reviews total. Most of them are actually the guests, people that we've provided value for, and they want to say thank you for their experience as opposed to the people that are listening. And so I think the takeaway here is you have to know your audience and who to ask a review because it's easy to waste time asking people for reviews that are just not going to leave them. I, I don't really ask our audience listeners, hey, everybody, leave a review. We would love it. But I'm not spending all my time trying to track down who the listeners are and be like, yo, where's your review? Because that's a terrible time suck. So you got to think about who can leave your review. You got to think about the process for making it easy for them. And that can actually have some value. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Deepak Shukla, the founder of Pearl Lemon. In the third part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, we're going to talk about why topical content is a waste of your time. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Deepak, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Deepak P. Shukla 1. That's D-E-E-P-A-K-P-S-H-U-K-L-A, the number one. Or you could visit his company's website, which is pearllemon.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. 
For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 